It's Sex and Sarah Rose. I'm Sarah Rose, and really quick before we get into this episode, I know you may have found my podcast because you were looking for some interesting information about sex to listen to, but what you may not know is that I actually work with a lot of men to help them tap into their inner badass, have the sexual confidence that they've always desired to have, and to know once and for all that she isn't faking it. I have two distinct programs to help men. The first is for men who are ready to take the first step towards igniting their powerful sexual energy and getting better in bed. It's called Sex Stallion Training and it's an online program for you to do on your own time in the privacy of your home without a partner. This is for men that are single, in a relationship or dating people. The second is called Man on Fire, which is the only sex university just for men. This six-month program is designed to help you become the ultimate sexual master. For six whole months, you train with me in live online sessions, and I will train you to be the best lover that she has ever had. So if you want the sex secrets that every woman wish you knew, and you wish that every woman had told you, this is where they are finally revealed. Check out more info at tantricactivation.com or just check out the show notes in the podcast app you're listening to this from now, and there will be links there for you. Thanks and enjoy the show. It's Sex and Sarah Rose, and today we are talking about sex and money. Doesn't get much more exciting than that. And with me today is Aaron Hickok. Aaron, I'm so excited that we get to be here talking about this today. How are you? Ah, yes, yes, yes. I am fabulous. I am so turned on by our topic. I cannot believe we haven't done this yet. It is, it's something that feels super, super alive for me in my world right now. And uh, I'm so so stoked to get sexy with you on money. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, Erin and I just had a sexy money dance party before we got on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so good to get it all moving. <laughs> exactly. If you're feeling stagnant, turn on some music and get that body moving. <laughs> mm. Uh, I literally find that like that is the best way just to get me out of a funk. Like if I'm feeling something, like I just need to turn on some music, start dancing, and just have fun, and like shifts my perspective, my attitude, and everything so quickly. Yes, absolutely, a state shift brought on by music. I love to also sing to do mine um so be the one singing myself and that really uh lights up my whole body too yeah i bet what what do you like to sing Mm, gosh i mostly like to tone uh and just kind of like hum and sing in the background and like make sounds that are resonant with other sounds that are happening (laughs) it's like that's that's like the, my creative singing. And then there's just um, singing, you know, along with the radio or singing songs that inspire me, like in the shower or while I'm typing. I like to jam out to Nicki Minaj. I know like 
every word of every song. (laughs) (laughs) Little spoken. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, of course, uh, Cardi B's money song is pretty high. Meow. <laughs> there are actually uh, a few good songs on money. Zara Larson has one too. I think hers is called, um, I think it, it might just be called money also. It's, it's a good one. So I, I feel like there are quite a, quite a few good, good money songs out there that you can like get into the mood with. I feel like I want to make a money playlist on Spotify. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's let's make a shared one. Okay, I like that. I'm so into that. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I love it. Speaking of money, um, I do want to do like just say a shout out. You know, I have my card deck. Obviously, the sexy. Yeah, uh, we play a lot. I met a friend through some work, and she has a financial uh, money tarot deck that's about to come out or has just come out so I just want to give a shout out to that and I'll send you a little thing in our notes but I'm going to play test that since we're talking about money today um I want to like show you show you guys her cards um because they are so beautiful it's like a tarot deck but like for your finances oh cool that's awesome yeah I love it right yeah. So what are we what are we going to talk about today as far as money goes? So I actually well I'm going to talk about some things but I actually want to lead you through a process today if you're okay with that. Ooh. Ooh, lead me Sarah Rose lead me through a process. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, when it comes to wealth consciousness, uh, there are some myths about having and or making lots of money. Some people think it's like this magical thing that some people just have, you know, like this magical, the Midas touch type thing. Clearly, it's it's not um, magical. Other people have kind of this idea that it's about being in alignment or doing good, right? Like when I'm a good enough person, when I'm doing good enough, Mm -hmm. um, like then I'll be worthy or deserving to, to make money. And clearly we see plenty of examples in the world where that is not the case and people are making plenty of money. Other people feel like you like they've got to have all their their shit together in order to start making money or having lots of money. Like, okay, once once I get my life in order, then I'll be able to make a lot of money. And again, we see plenty of people whose lives are not in order and they are making tons of money. So, um, and other people uh, feel like you know it's this worthiness thing. Like, I've got. Like I'm not, I'm not worthy enough, like for whatever reason, like my, my family limit lineage or the religion that I'm part of shames money, things like that. Uh, you know, money is the root of all evil. People hear that, uh, taught in religion. So like there's, there's worthiness issues that some people have around it. And then there's like the other people who think it's just about manifesting like, Oh, just, you know, I'm going to just imagine it as so, and it will happen. Like I will just somehow magically manifest it. And so these are some of the top myths that we see when it comes to, um, that people have when it comes to having 
making money or having lots of money. But really what it is about is focus. Like you, if you want to make money, you've got to fucking focus hard. Like you can't take your eye off of that. Like it's serious, like nonstop. This is what I am intent on doing. I am intent in growing my wealth, exchanging value. Like if you have something of value that you can exchange for money, then like that, that's really important. You, you can't just expect to make money if you don't have something of, of value to offer in exchange. Being really dedicated uh, in your pursuit of wealth and under knowing that you are deserving of having wealth and also having a mindset shift that is like an abundance style of mindset and like allowing allowing wealth to come into your life. Many people really self-sabotage when it comes to that. So mm-hmm. curious, are these are these things that you've come across in your life? Oh my goodness. So much. My heart felt so sad when you talked about um, the worthiness piece. I see that so much. I've seen that so much in my own life, in my family lineage, and in the clients that I work with as well. Yeah, I could just feel like a lot of sadness and grief around 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 that and I love what you talked about about like so the myths like I definitely can see where those have played you know part in my money story um in my past and I really love what you were talking about um the solutions also I think one of them that is that really stood out to me is an exchange of value Mm -hmm. I think that that's so important that a lot of people who I work with aren't like super clear about what that looks like for themselves. Um, I would say that, yeah, that's a big thing that I run across with people. Um, yeah, definitely. Have you, uh, have you heard of, of course, the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon mm-hmm. Hill is something most people have heard of, but chapter 11 is titled The Mystery of Sex Transmutation. Have you read that? I have. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely, it's such a great one. And in that he talks about, he says that this is the 10th step towards riches. So like actually like transmuting your sexual energy in order to create wealth. And so it's kind of this mystery thing this that many people have heard of, but they feel, they think like, you know, I don't, they don't really understand it. They don't know how to actually tangibly go through the process of doing this. And Tantra is really cool because it's a way, like what Tantra is, it is transmuting your sexual energy. And one of those ways that you can transmute it is into, um, into wealth and creating wealth for your life. And so like, I, I absolutely love the chapter of Think and Grow Rich because like in the, in that way, Napoleon Hill was like, just like such a, a high thinker and like really understand, understood these things because like sex has, you know, some, some different potentials. There's, you can have sex to create a baby. You can have sex to maintain your health because it's like 
really healthy to have sex. There's so many health benefits to it. You can use sex to transform what he says specifically is the transformation of mediocrity into genius through transmutation. And so like imagine using your sexual energy to actually transform yourself from being mediocre into genius. Like that's what he just is exactly what he says. Yeah. Yeah. That's creative power. That's it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to move me through a process that's going to help me do this more. Yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in. I'm so in. I love, I love doing this kind of thing. And that's really, I mean, I want to say a second, like about energetics, like starting with the flow space and the energetics of a thing is super powerful. I think that's something that we'll discover as we move more out of the like forcing of things. And like, I don't know, there's a, there's a way that I feel like we're evolving and that there'll be more of this like play and pleasure and bringing in more the energetics of things we'll discover that that really is like the secret sauce basically in making anything amazing like unleashing that creative genius that exists inside everyone yeah, it really does. And it's just like awakening that and bringing it to consciousness, you know, and it, it is really d- tied in also with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? So like you see that people who are just struggling to survive on either level one or level two of the hierarchy, like they don't have this opportunity ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have this in their lives, this opportunity. And so like it really is a thing where if we want society to thrive, we have got to be in a place where all humans are mm-hmm. are like knowing that they're safe, right? They're not worried about where their food comes from. They're not worried about where they're going to sleep that night. They're not worried about domestic violence, things like that. Like because when people are in those states, they cannot move into a level of thriving. So like as a society, if we really want to evolve, if we really want to, to like move into a better place for humanity, those base level needs must be taken care of for all humans. Yes. Yes. Emphatically. Yes. Let's optimize humanity. (laughs) Let's do it. I like, it's like my great passion. I, and I believe that like, creative expression is is like like optimized humanity like when we are fully taken care of that's when like the solutions to the problems just they arise and when we're you know we're not blocked by all these things that are like resistance but we can just be in the creative magic you know really amazing things are possible yeah Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to wealth creation, like there's definitely um, mind shifts that, that we can have to help us move in that direction. And also like realizing the, the reality of this stuff is that it, it, it really is like level three and beyond of the, the hierarchy of needs. And so, 
I feel like it's unfair to do something uh, like this and, and just put a blanket statement out there of like, oh, anyone can, can do this when the reality is like if you're in fight or flight because of like really severe situations in your life, then it absolutely will be more difficult to, to move into this area of your life. And so, you know, I, I don't want to be the person that's out there like, oh yeah, anyone can do this. And if you're not doing this, it's, it's your own fault kind of thing, you know, like, cause there's people out there that, that talk like that and I don't want to do that. And they want to be understanding of like, some people's situations are just really, really yeah. tough, you know? Yeah. And well, like, I think, it's good to remember to always go back to basics to get the basic needs met, go back to basics and then like put on the, the special sauce, right? That creative, uh, turn on that creative juice. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. You ready? Yes. All right. Yeah. So we're going to find out your current level of money conditioning, Aaron Hickok. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know if I should be scared or what. Like, if I was like, oh God, <laughs> uh, everyone's going to find out. <laughs> right, that's actually, but that's a really good point that you bring up because if you think about it, like money is even more difficult to talk about often than sex is. Mm-hmm. Like telling people how much money is in your bank account is often more difficult than talking about how many times a month you have sex. Like we have a lot of, of shit around like so much conditioning around money in very similar ways to, to sex. So it's a huge, uh, like it's really tantric to, to talk about our money situation because it's such a taboo area of society. Once again, it's like one of those areas of society where, you know, you see, uh, you know, splashed all across the media as far as like who's making this much money and, you know, this, that, and that. But like when it comes down to us personally, like we really do have a lot of shame when it comes to, to money and talking about it. Mm. Well, so. let's overcome that at yeah. least in this moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So close your eyes. Okay. And of course, if there's anything you don't want to say out loud, of course you don't have to, but sure. first question is what amount of money would thrill you? A million dollars. Okay. And how much money would you want to make per year that you would absolutely feel thrilled about? Like for me or for my company? Uh, for you. Personally? Uh, I'm excited to create $100,000. Per year? Yes. Okay. So now see yourself making that amount of money. What kind of home, what kind of clothes, what kind of car, who would be around you, what would you be doing? So just kind of stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So it would be similar to now, except I would have, there would be more traveling and more team in my day-to-day there would also be regular 
like featuring of different like like positive things in the world like um like giving philanthropy yeah i'm so excited about about being able to support organizations um, doing their good work there's Oh gosh, my closet is so organized and beautiful. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I and I love beauty. So there's also, there's more art. There's more art from local artists or artists around the world, like people who really tap into like the beauty of nature. Um, my team is so valuable. Yeah, there's four of us who work together on a regular basis, like consistently. And it's amazing the impact that we're able to create in the world. Oh my gosh. Oh, like there's so much like content made. Oh, oh my gosh. Do I have to stop at a million dollars? I have like a whole empire of entertainment on deck. <laughs> I'm going to need more than $100,000. I need more than a million, please. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start there. So now yeah. see yourself having that amount of money in your bank account. Uh, $100,000? $100, uh, a million. A million dollars. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Perfect. All right. We are immediately investing in uh, and creating some animation series that both kids and adults will absolutely freaking love. So we'll have somebody work on like creative directing that and like building some content for that and coordinating on that. Uh, so stoked that that's going. Um, and then, oh my gosh, we it's so easy to make all of the new card decks. It's so easy and fun. I just work with people either through the program or uh, one at a time and just create an awesome new custom card deck for that organization or that movement or those people. We have so many amazing card decks and so many amazing creators uh, that uh, I just love how we, we have travel retreats together, which are led first in, in self-care that are like rooted in self-care, rooted in worthiness and mindfulness, like created in that way and designed to create optim optimum collaboration opportunities and the opportunities to really like focus uh, and create. Oh my gosh, there's going to be really awesome travel, really amazing people that we get connected together and make really cool things together. Oh my gosh, I just love it. I get to meet all these amazing people and be on these shows. Oh, I get to meet Oprah and Ellen. Oh. I fucking love it. Yes, it's all happening. All right. So eyes closed, seeing yourself having that amount of money in your bank account. Now notice how this feels in your body. I definitely, you know, you have excitement there. Is mm -hmm. there anything else? 
of the money in the bank account. Mm -hmm. So noticing how it feels in your body. Uh, aside from the excitement, is there anything else that you are registering? Anything that feels like a contraction, a fear, nervousness, anxiety? Mm -hmm. um, okay, so my awareness is R. So first of all, I want to say that I'm petting myself with a, a fan of money. <laughs> I, I know that wasn't like your prescribed part of the practice, but I just couldn't help myself. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, yeah. I'm, so I just want to, yeah, that's something I'm noticing. The things I'm noticing that are different from like putting myself in this space is that I feel less contraction around the team part. Like it feels more sure and more clear. I notice that there's like the practical pieces of it that are there, like along with the excitement of like the, um, like managing all of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, like managing all the appointments with all the people, taking care of all the systems like like doing all of that content. Um, and I notice when I feel into that, if I feel it with just me doing it, it feels heavy. But if I feel it with like a person, like, like having the person who's doing the, the like animated show, um, having somebody be in charge of that, that feels like that all of a sudden that opens up for me. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I am noticing one thing that I didn't talk about, um, which I would like to talk about is also like my relationships and how that's impacted by money because there is some, there is some tension in that of like, like, like concern about, you know, if people really like me for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I noticed that piece in there. So let me ask you this. Do you believe that you can make this amount of money and be safe? Do I believe I can be safe and make $1 million? Mm -hmm. Can you make a million dollars and be safe? Most of me says yes, but there's a little part of me that's like, no, that's like not even an option. And I need to, you need to not do that. I can feel that little part of me that's scared okay do you believe you can make this amount of money and be loved yes okay I can feel I'll tell you can I do you want me to say the tension that I feel in that yeah I, I could feel that yeah totally um there's like it's a question also of like similar with the money is like it's like my own discernment of like who's best for me and like that people might think that they love me, but they're really, like, it's not. Sometimes love isn't actually, what people call love isn't actually love. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you feel that you can make a million dollars and be connected and belong? Ooh, that one feels so good in my body. That one went, like, straight down to my sacral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely. That's actually one of the best things about it. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's also my pathway of making money. 
Mm, yeah, that makes creating sense. Creating connection and belonging. It's like, yeah, let's make more of that. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So imagine yourself making a million dollars and feel it as real as possible in your body. And if you get a positive experience in your body, such as pleasure or excitement or yes, and you feel you can be safe and have it, loved and have it, you can be connected and have it, turn all of that and, and having all of that together means that you've cleared the conditioning and your mindset, your money mindset is ready to go. Mm. So if like there were a little bit of contractions there, so a little bit around being safe, being loved, then we're so around those, we're going to start to find the limiting conditioning around mm -hmm. having that amount of money. So that way we can go in and start busting it. All right. Yeah. So, so you did a pretty good job already of finding your money limitations, like acknowledging like where they are and what they are. Mm -hmm. um, so that is actually a really big first step um, because as long as it's subconscious, you're not going to be able to do anything about it. And most of us don't have any idea what belief systems we have that control us. So once you bring it into your conscious, then that's actually a huge first step. So you've done mm -hmm. that. And now we want to love these money limitations that they that you have and see them for what they are. So in regards to feeling safe to having a million dollars and feeling being completely safe, where inside of your body do you feel that limitation? In my solar plexus. Okay. So, and tell me again, what was that limitation when it comes to safety? It's something like, um, like, yeah, like people will attack me or, um, yeah, something along those lines. Like, like it feels like a, like a physical threat more, like more like a primal kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So you feel it in your solar flex plexus. What are the sensations that you feel there? There's a, like a blockedness, like a, a, like a stop or like a don't go. Yeah. It's like resistance. Like in it, it's like, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's more on the bottom half of my body. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like a contraction? Does it feel like numbness? Does it like sensation wise? What are you feeling? It almost, the sensation of my solar plexus is in my body, but like the going down the front of my body is almost like if there's like a block, like literally like a kind of a cube or like a rectangle-ish cube, like in front of the lower half of my body. Like I, it's almost like I have to like jump over something. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can you, uh, can you connect with that part of yourself? Like, can you actually embody that piece of you? 
the piece in front of me or my solar plexus? Uh, whichever one you feel most present to. Okay. So, like, make your sense of I one with that piece of you. Okay. okay. Now, can you ask it what it wants? Yeah, it's like a, um, a shield of safety, and the shield of safety seems to be, pe like, people. It's like more people to surround me to feel safer. Okay. Uh, and can you ask it what it needs? It's like to keep going. <laughs> to keep moving forward. Okay, so like it wants to keep moving forward like in this place in your life? Yeah. It's like it wants to jump over this kind of hurdle thing and keep going to the next one and then like the next thing and the next thing. It wants to it wants to move. Okay. Is there any sounds that it wants to make? They're like low tones. Yeah, can you like let it make those sounds and let it move in your body? Sometimes you may feel a sensation of like wanting to puke it up or hack or cough, choke mm. it up. Mm. Mm. I have had that. Uh, I've had really severe ones like that. This is energy moving. It's for me right now, it's more just like going out through my legs, like through into the floor. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's like a bit more of like a wash down kind of energy. How are you feeling with it now? My thought, yeah, my thought is to, is like what I'm noticing most is like my desire to move forward. Mm -hmm. Like it, like my feet want to walk. Mm hmm Okay. Uh, in the sensation of um, not being able to be loved, to have a million dollars and be loved, where do you feel that in your body? My back. Okay. Uh. <sighs> yeah. Have, I, have we talked about me being a burper yet? No, but nice <laughs> one. I'm, um, so when I move energy, I burp. A lot, and I don't apologize for it. Yeah, no, that's a that's a common a common thing for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I yawn, uh, and I have a lot of sensation uh, for sure as well. I yeah, I definitely yawn. That's a big one for me. Some people get hiccups too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, I want to refocus. So it's to the part of me that. Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel that you can be have a million dollars and be loved. Mm. 
Okay. And so you feel that in your back. Yeah. It just feels heavy. Okay. Uh, remedy feels like discernment and clarity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it feels heavy. Can you embody that part of yourself, the heaviness, those sensations and actually go in there? Yeah. And ask it what it wants. To be loved. And what does it need? Devotion. Okay. And what is its purpose? Growth. So the the heaviness there, its purpose is growth? Or is it keeping you from your growth? It's to it's to perpetuate growth. Like it's a it's like a it's to make a space where growth is needed noticeable. So come back into your sense of I being Aaron again. And can you love that part of yourself unconditionally? Yes. Can you feel yourself scoop it up and hold it and just give it all the love that it needs? Yeah, I do. It feels like, um, yeah, it feels like, like looking at a little kid or like a puppy or like something like super sweet. Like, oh, gosh, you were just so loved, so held, so cared for. You were so precious. Right. So now with, are you feeling good there? Yes. Okay. And as far as the, the safety, how are you feeling there? There's this like, um, I can go into the little part of it, but in my, the overall impact on my greater system is, um, just like a call to, like adult myself, like be responsible for the, these different parts and like listen, listen to them and then, and think, and then consider like the big thing that we tapped in earlier, like all that excitement and like, is it worth holding on to this thing? Is it worth moving through it? Like, do we think we can do that? It's like, like speaking to myself with like a sweetness and a kindness Mm-hmm. Okay. So the positive sensations that you were feeling, the uh, excitement, can you tap back into those and hold those? Oh my gosh, yes, so much. Mm. Mm. <laughs> So from that place, you're going to begin to associate pleasure and goodness with money, all right? So you can do ecstatic pleasure dancing, you can be naked, touching your body, being super charged and ecstatic about making that amount of money that you want to make. 
or you can get as much money as you possibly can. You can spread it all over your bed and have orgasms on top of it. So right now, how do you feel about doing like ecstatic pleasure dancing and like Mm. just being really charged up, excited? You have your money there that you can rub on your body. How does that feel? I'm already dancing in my chair. I'm already rubbing money on my body. Um, Money that I've anointed with like essential oils. Um, And I'm... I'm fanning it also like all over me and I'm wiggling (sighs) and dancing in my chair. (laughs) Get up and dance a little bit too. Get up and dance. Do it. Mm -hmm. So as you do that, I'm just going to talk a little bit. Sexual pleasure is like the greatest pleasure, right? It's like one of the greatest pleasures that we can have as humans. So associating your sexual pleasure with money is going to accelerate your money programming. So that's why when that's why we want to associate it like the ecstatic pleasure dancing naked while touching your body or like laying on money, having orgasms on top of it. So that way we have these like positive pleasure associations combined with our our idea our programming around money mm-hmm. and the idea is to like bring your mind from this point bring your mind into a high vibrational state you can use sex magic which we've talked about before while being in the five senses reality around the amount of money that you want to make. So when you're doing sex magic, like it's a very specific practice that I lead people through in the man on fire program or in private coaching. But like, this is the, we go through this work that you just did is like the precursor to it. So that way they can clear the blocks that they have around it and really feel an alignment when they're doing the sex magic. So what tends to happen is then after after doing a practice like this and after doing the sex magic, then you'll start to come up with ideas. You'll be inspired to take action towards the exact direction that you need to take in order to make that amount of money. So it's, uh, it's just a way of like seeding, implanting into your primal brain and getting the three parts of your brain in alignment so that way you can begin to actually create the life that you desire to have. Because if you're just thinking about it in your cortex that, you know, I want a million dollars, if you have these limitations in your subconscious and your unconscious, then you'll continually self-sabotage and not allow yourself to move into that. Are you still uh, rubbing money on your body and dancing? <laughs> you know it. I <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for Aaron to uh, come back uh, on the show in six months and like the uh, the image be like her her bank account at a million dollars. <laughs> Right? I have been, like, in all honesty, I really have been focusing on my wealth and prosperity and what that does look like in my life and living my life in a way that reflects 
my greatest joy um, that celebrates beauty and elegance and like my highest creativity and optim optimizing for everybody on the planet to the maximum potential that I have. And this is really fun. Like my, my plans this year are definitely to break $100,000 personally with like the income that I'm bringing in, but being in this million dollar vibe, like it's got me so jazzed up and it feels like there's an ease in it that feels really yummy. So I, yeah, I'm excited to see what, where I'm at in six months. Like, let's definitely revisit this one. Awesome. Um, I will say like my personal experience around this has been um, that having a coach to help guide you in that direction is really, uh, is really helpful. So like when I hired a business coach, my entire business shifted. And, you know, I had to take a, a leap of faith when it came to, to doing that because coaches are expensive, but it completely transformed everything, you know? And so I did this work here, got my, uh, my own internal limitations taken care of, started believing in myself as being worthy and deserving of that, you know, and then it just began moving towards it in the practical, physical reality as well. And, you know, that was finding the right coach for me doing every, every single thing he told me to do and like being really proactive. So it's not magical thinking. You absolutely have to work and you have to work really hard, but especially when you're like doing something in the world that's like creating a positive impact, it's like, why the fuck not? Like, why should I, my company not make a lot of money creating positive change in the world, right? Like for my company, literally every dollar that comes in goes back into the business to like, to just continue reaching more people, expanding the programs, making things better for the people in my programs. And like, I feel a hundred percent deserving of every single dollar that comes in because I know the positive impact that I'm, I'm making in the world. And that was really exciting. You know, it's like, it's mm -hmm. awesome to, to just be fully in alignment with making money because that's definitely not something that I've always had. Like I really did have limitations around that before, like not feeling like I was worthy, like I didn't have enough to offer or, you know, like I should just do what I'm doing for free, things like that. And it's like, well, if I was, it would be really limited the scale that I could reach people on. And like now knowing that like when, when I'm selling to people a product, it's, like, or my services, it's, it is literally things that can completely transform their life. And like, just feeling so good about that in my body and no contraction, no fear, just in my power around it. Um, and just goes to show like how, how powerful these, this type of work really is uh, transforming, shifting the, uh, the patterns inside of our brains. This is such powerful and important work. I love the way that 
we're bringing the we're bringing the sexy and the play and the pleasure but it is also it's serious like it's a, it's a serious thing to to really step into our power and to live in the world like using our voice and like creating like creating in a way that a, that the, someone can be really really generous like that's something that moves me forward is like being really generous with money philanthropic um you know knowing where to invest it and to be able to trust myself and enough to know that i have the discernment to to do that to be responsible for that yes you do <laughs> I can't uh, I can't wait to see how your uh your 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 vibrator tracker tracks your uh your money sex magic practices <laughs> you know I should actually start doing that I have been doing so I do I do spells with self-pleasure definitely some mm-hmm. around money I haven't been doing a million dollars. I've been doing a different number uh, that I'm calling in specifically. Um, and I love what you said about natural, like being just inspired to take action. That has been happening with me. That's like really the big thing about me realizing like, oh, I really want to just make like a lot of games. I want to partner with people and find like the people to make games with, mm-hmm. make new ones and like really focus on that and that came out of a money like a sexy money focus oh I was supposed to tell you about the uh the dream that I had oh yeah tell me (laughs) oh oh good okay so this is good we have just enough time I think so I so I love doing this kind of work and I've been really focused in this past year of like understanding my own value and like giving value in the world and how like receiving value to build a team is so important and it's because I've been doing this like prosperity work and a lot of it has been around sex like sex magic kind of stuff that we talked about and like the feeling of it and so I was doing these meditations about like well what would like if money was your lover like, would money want to have sex with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right? Just like, whoa. Wow. Um, and it was, so I, you know, I was like meditating on this. It's like, oh, like, would money want to have sex with me? And I had this like super powerful vision when I was meditating about <laughs> these money lovers like multiple of them and they were all like different amounts of money and I was like it was like a money orgy like with me and these like beings of money but the things that that was happening um like they were it was like kind of like bodies made of money but each of them were like resources they were like a partnership like they wanted to be with me for a particular thing it was almost like having like a child, like that kind of energy, but like, it was like a partnership, like for, um, make, like making this, this thing happen or this thing happen. And it was like, it was really, I mean, it was super sexy and hot. Cause it was like, 
you know, like a four way with money, <laughs> money, <laughs> men, money beings, like made of money. It's um, going to be like my next fantasy uh, sex date with myself. <laughs> yeah, I recommend it. Oh, man. Because we, and the thing that was that, um, yeah, each of that, it was like we were like in the exchange, it was like us saying what we wanted the thing to be and like money really did want to be my lover money was like yes you are what like you're a vessel for the creation in the world mm. like not only do we want to have sex with you we want to like endow you with like energy and power to create like and move that like move that through my system also mm-hmm. it was like it was like an honor wow nice <laughs> right. I bet those things are happening now <laughs> so I am excited about this deck that you're talking about does it have questions or how do we how do we play this one today oh the um uh, so I don't have my friend's money deck with me the second oh okay um, yeah, she's like, she's about to, I've like already purchased it, but it hasn't arrived yet, okay. but I can um, link it in the show notes to find out more about that. Um, awesome. And then also I would like, yeah, I would love to do, um, to make a money deck that is like definitely, so if that happens, your link will include that um, at that time. But I think today I've got my I've got my regular let's talk about sex deck. Um, or awesome. we could do some personal programming since we've been talking about like redoing our mindset. Mm. I don't know. I kind of want some sexy. Right. I know. Gosh. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Oldie but a goodie. And I tell you, oh, this one, speaking of new decks, this is the one that I want to make new cards with people, like make a whole new deck. Um, so this one is the one that we're going to sell out the sexy deck, the intimacy deck on Amazon. And um, we're going to create a new volume also. Mm-hmm. So more questions. Yeah, so if anybody and anybody does the sexy summer sellout on Amazon, uh, and this will be in the show na- notes too, um, you'll get invited to playtesting events. So you'll get some tickets that for yourself and some friends. Oh, cool. That's fun. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to be like in on the process, behind the scenes, uh, and help us create a volume two. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so I've got the deck open and I'm just caressing it with my hands, shuffling it. Do you have a favorite color you want today, Sarah Rose? Purple came up. Purple, ooh. The one that came up, the card that came up is my sexuality has taught me blank. My sexuality has taught me my power. I actually remember being uh, like 20, I don't know, four years old or something. And I remember this man who uh, was uh, part of the family and he 
uh, the part of like part of the family through through marriage and um so he wasn't like blood relation but he says to me um and he was he was like late 80s probably and he looked at me one day and he said he, he would call me Kesara. He said, Kesara, you are sitting on the power of the world right now and you don't even know it. And I really didn't, I did not, I didn't know it at that point. Like it was really shut down sexually. And uh, no, I was probably younger than 24. I was probably more like 22. Yeah. Like really disconnected from my sexuality, very judgmental of sexuality. And like, I didn't know, like, I didn't even know what he meant. And, um, but he was right on, you know, our, our sexuality, it is the ultimate power. And Mm. like, when you're really tapped into that, when you really know it and fully experience that power in your body, you can do anything. It's incredible. And so my, that is what my sexuality has, has taught me, shown me. Mm. (laughs) Wow. How about you? My, my sexuality has taught me. Yeah. It's like my, my playfulness my my ability to communicate my my devotion to releasing trauma and yeah my access to creativity beautiful all right should we do one more yes all right one more mm. Okay, we've got an orange one. Something that turns me on is blank. Should I go first this time? Go for it. Something that turns me on is, oh my gosh, I love anticipation and teasing. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Like my ideal like sexy turned on day would be like, like sexy text messages, like all day long. And then going out to a burlesque show. Mm, Fun. It's like, like super sexy, teasy, naughty, like for the whole day. And then even like for a week in advance, like just like building up to anticipation. Mm -hmm. Yum. So good. (laughs) Uh, what turns me on? Is that what it was? Yeah. Something that turns me on. Something that turns me on is making lots of money. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. And on that note, that's sex and money. Hey, it's Sarah again. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes for everything we discussed in this episode. And you can also find out about how you can work with me. Until next time, lovers.